that is the official song of Breaking Bingo, our one and only sponsor. Come out to any number of bars across the western half of the nation. Uh, it's free, and you can win stuff. In fact, someone won $1,950 tonight at my bar. Just make the noises. Just make them. Not that noise. That is. Wake up, everybody! That's right. We are seeing Holyoke just minutes after re- winning. The, someone won the big money at his bingo night. How exciting was it for you and your family? It was terrifying. Okay, well, that's how much fun you can have at Breaking Bingo. Check out the listings at BreakingBingo.com all throughout the Wasatch area. I do one on Tuesdays. Garage does it on Monday. Come check it out. It's a hoot. It's bingo. Breaking at a bar. Speaking of breaking news. I feel this is the most... We're coming in nice and even on this one. Temperament, oh. great. Positivity, just where it should be. Yeah. Because another night in the podcast, another night. We're back together. This is the Schludio, baby. We opened the doors, fired up the big computers. They're humming at 128%. We got the mics. We got just a nice situation. And I am trying my best to maintain a steady blood alcohol content a steady level buddy steady as she goes oh, steady as she goes. oh my god right garbage sucks like white stripes so great Ugh. so cool and then steady as she goes. they had that one song referring to the rock and tours right yeah that level my baby's on the level that's actually a pretty fun song i'm not even familiar it's pretty good i'm feeling great we've got a four pack of bush beer so clearly we are treating ourselves to a little bit of royalty tonight guess what happens when we have more than four beers turns into a bad idea and it's not schlegel's fault it was a little bad it's old squirts it's my overestimate of purchases because it's like oh we're having such a great time let's keep humming but also your fuel tonight by what kind of snack did you get? Oh, Dawson. Come on, dude. Do it. Drop it. Let I'm going to pull a Spicer and say, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that is, no one's ever eaten weird meat sticks like me. It's never happened. Period. Well, I guess there is something to be said for the fact that I have, that many a podcast has been fueled on disgusting beef sticks from across the street. And I will say that I lo- the Chaludio is humbly located across the street from Michelle Gas Station, which I'm going to go on record. Garbage convenience store. That is a shit store with shit food in it. So you getting bad food doesn't... doesn't you could say, Marshall. Schlell. Welcome to my own personal show. Schlell's bells. <laughs> They've got the worst food. You go in there because you walk around and that's what you want. There's nothing else. I can't remember exactly the algorithm that led me to purchasing this piece of shit. You, know, you, go, you go through a little file system in your brain and go through the algorithm. Pumping that data. See Actually, what comes no, out. I absolutely do. Dill pickle, kettle chips. No, uh, sunflower seeds. Absolutely not. Uh, you're doing, you're doing your Alex Jones. Well, here we got here. We're going to write Roger Stone. He's going to tell us about the different products we got here at the Shell Station. One of the products you should pick out is our estrogen pills. It'll take you where, <laughs> where you need to go. It's going to make sure that government doesn't get in your blood. Take it where you got to go. It's. I want something, mm-hmm. something, anything, but I don't want your carbs. Oh, for a guy who watches carbs, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, so you just go for the disgusting <laughs> so you just beef go stick. With mostly chemicals, a little bit of meat in the background. Nitrites, nitrates. We gotta, I want to watch a video now of them being made. It seems like it'll be disappointing. You know what they say what? about laws and sausages? Talk to me. You don't want to watch either of them be made. And that's why... I think there's more to that, but I forgot. <laughs> I think there's like another half of the saying... 
but that's all you get tonight. Is that what's it's above the uh, House of Representatives in the U.S. Uh, Congress? Is just that sign? You don't want to see. You know what they say. You don't want to see laws or sausages being made. I already lost it. Don't even know what no, it is. That's all I said. Okay, well, there it is. And maybe maybe that's all there is. That, I'm sure when I listen to this later, I'll be screaming at myself, hey. Yeah. The Speaker of the House hits the gavel. Before, here yeah, here yeah, before we get started, let us remind ourselves that we are doing quite a task, because as they say, no one should see how laws or sausages are made. Madam, you have the floor. Now I'm thinking that that is all there is to the saying. How much more? What are we missing? What is the? What are the different points that would make it that much better? I'm just gonna have to say to our future selves: plead the fifth, plead the fifth, and plead the fifth. When we're that. brought before a <laughs> a judiciary committee. But speaking of what we hope for, we're trying to speak. We're trying to speak in our time. We hope that Congress always leads to. Peace in this world. Oh, yeah. And not war. Because we tonight have a very special topics. War. Camels. And peace. Lilies. And we're not talking Lily Tomlin or Lily. Well, it's funny you should say that. Uh Uh-oh. You got to talk to me about that? Because, people, this is one of our fun double-up episodes. That's right. I feel like when these episodes happen, do you ever remember the 1960s Batman when you'd watch the intro and all of a sudden, they would add a little clip of Batgirl swinging across, and you knew that Batgirl was going to be in that Ooh. episode. And I feel like every time we do a double episode, it's kind of like that. Because you were raised in a cryogenic chamber <laughs> in the 60s. And I'm just saying, I hope we are a Hogan hero tonight, because I <laughs> am a Hawaii Five-O blood, blood alcohol. I feel like that was later. Oh, yeah. Am I wrong? I no, I'm thinking Miami Vice. No, I'm thinking Magnum P.I. <laughs> Which is, both of those titles, both the M's, are in the 80s. Yeah. Confusing. Good work, It's bud. confusing. That was, that was... I do want to say, just real quick. Talk right, to me. Right at the talk top to of the me. hour. Hey, everybody. We're at the top of the hour. We're going to get news here in about one second of traffic. But let's go to Ryan with a big hot take. This feels more natural and more... I don't know. I feel like my my gears are greased up just by being able to stare into your beautiful oh, face. I'm not looking at a garage in Teasdale. I'm and I'm not staring into the cup into which I may or may not be <laughs> peeing because we've been speaking too long. I don't know why I have to, you know. Some of us have the professional tendency to not need to urinate. Well, when we're in the same room, it's like, you know, I don't have to say anything. I, sure I can just go so ping. Yes. Likewise for you. Absolutely. I'm a but part did, of that. I didn't want to I didn't want to interrupt. The flow I was giving absolutely mm, makes a lot of sense. It's a pretty heavy flow. Oh boy. What were you gonna say at the top of the hour? That. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Lily Tomlin or something like that. Oh no, that oh, that was the other oh. ace the other ace in my but, hole. Ace of By the way, Tom Selleck, I think my dad and every dad in the eighties saw that beautiful stash <sighs> and went with it. Because he looks so good in that stash. When are we going to get our next stash? The next this cultural icon of a stash. I know. It's it's going to be it? difficult. Franco, it's up to you, Franco. Drop it. Drop it like it's I may as well just lip. address this at this point. Uh, <laughs> I now feel comfortable telling the world that I am going to be a father. Yo, heads up, everybody. And we're not talking to a uh, turd or something like that. An actual child. Yeah, it, it's actually going to be easier for me to have this boy come in. Oh, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, to be honest. Oh, did you slip? Do you know? No. 
Come on. Tell us that that does. Give us a holy Schlodcast exclusive. What are we talking? Are we talking that little, jackass? That little verbal flub. Son of a bitch. Just pull the ripcord and just bail. I'm so excited, my friend. It is exciting. This is a beautiful exclusive. You are going to be a wonderful pupa to a I'm child be a in this pupa? world. Pupa. You're going to be. You're going to move into a larvae state, and you're going to move on in this world. And All this to say is that I think it'd be really funny to look just completely ancient in the photographs of this child being born. Oh, I love that. So I'm going to part. Love that, too. <laughs> I thought you were like looking at something on your phone and like, oh, I really have to I have this important message or like I'm researching a topic. Nope. What? <laughs> Just looking for a soundboard goof. <laughs> oh, my God. I regret having a child. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Because you're coming into the world where this me and the soundboard exists? No, just that crying sound. Oh, no, you're good. Ah! <laughs> it's going to be so great. I'm going to parlay my playoff beard yeah. into oh. shaving a beautiful dad mustache. That's true. You've got such a moment now. Because there's, well, we're in a different age, but like when we were a kid, there was like, I had two photos of my father holding me as a baby. And they were very like, oh my God, that's what he fucking looked like. I ruined that man. So you got to look good in these photos. I want to look just incredibly specific. Yes. I just want my child to look back and be like, (laughs) whoa, the 2010s were crazy. You should speak in Miami Vice. You should just dress like Don Johnson. Yeah. And like only in the photos of the child. So your child's very confused. So like, oh, dad was dressing crazy, but no one knows of that. Or ever saw you like that in public. I'm going to gaslight the shit out of me. You heard it here, folks. That's a baby's first cry of a great idea. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't know you could stop it midway. Oh, I can do whatever I want. You have got to be kidding. No, I'm not. Did you do your own slurp? No. Turn it up. Well, things have gotten weird. No, it's great. <laughs> but talk to me, my friend. Our first topic tonight, we are going to... I thought we are going to do questions first. Oh, do you want to do questions first? That's what you said. Okay, you got more questions. I already got one. I only got one. Schlegel. I know, coming in. Look, but I did a lot of research. Look, I got a whole paper look, here. I, I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve. I said, I'm trying to reduce my drinking because yes. of my future child. Or did I say that? Nope, you just implied it. And there goes the bush. I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. I know you did say that. I, I'm a, I'm prime a prime candidate for being guest lit. So, but wait, what were you going to say about that? Because you're doing great. You're having one bush. You're just enjoying adult beverage in an adult situation. I'm just saying. Let's be honest with each other. I okay. thought that in our pre-podcast decision-making process, Talk which is me. very deliberate yes. and very specific, absolutely, that you wanted to do questions first. I do. I was just saying I only have one question. Well, that's fine. And that is... You want me to just do one question? I can do one. No, do you do a couple. I mean, I have two... Pretty, Give me the good ones. Give pretty, me the good ones. I've only got one stupid questions. one. I only got a stupid one. You go first. Okay. Um, mm, no, it's true. I had two. Go ahead. I do have two. I never remember the other one. First question. This is personally, I want, I legitimately want to know your opinion. Talk to me. NHL, mm-hmm. All Star Weekend coming up. National Hockey League is what he's talking about. What are your opinions of 
the all-star situation. Well, they did a couple things to tune up. So people don't know about this. So the NHL, like any other professional league, does a all-star weekend. I feel like across the board, they're all kind of boring. NHL is not exempt from that. For the last, I would say, up until a couple years ago, for a while, it had been pretty boring because the game doesn't mean anything. The guys don't want to play that hard. Because yeah, I, heard, I heard that uh, yeah. defense was basically non-existent. Yeah, and like it's just not that fun of hockey. Is there's no stakes now. They've been trying to tweak it the last couple of years, and last year they introduced they did the three, three on three, three tournament. So they brought a, they grabbed three dudes and a goalie from a bunch of different teams. They put them together and they had a little shorty tournament. And I think you win something like card money for charity. I don't know, but that really made it more fun. And last year you had the John Scott thing, which is going to turn into a movie. What? Yeah, John Scott. He was this informed that the online they had a one of these classic online like vote your player you want to be and the fans get to choose and of course the fans choose a guy who plays no minutes and by fans you mean 4chan yeah probably well I was started by Greg Wyshynski and Jeff Merrick on their podcast actually and anyway Puck Daddy Puck Daddy so that he gets in there this enforcer this brute gets into the all-star game but it couldn't have been a sweeter story because he actually retired this year and it was like a big farewell, and all the players rallied around him, didn't make him feel embarrassed. He scored a couple goals, and he became legitimately the MVP. It was really cool. Quick sidebar. Give it to me. I want everyone else to be in my situation, where when I hear the word retired, mm-hmm. I just subconsciously replace it with the word, now this is not PC. Oh boy, here we go. But hey, ret- let's the war on PC is on, so let's do it. Retarded. Oh, boy. Okay, I take back the, we have lost the war on PC, and I am on the side. It all started when someone, one of my friends saw a hat that said, don't bother me, Mm -hmm. I'm retired. Uh But he thought it said, don't bother me. No. I'm retarded. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was his price. He was like, I'm getting it right there on the spot. Well, from your reaction, the hat did say, "Don't bother me. I'm retired." Yes, he, he just thought it said. And what I yes, I'm saying what he thought was it was saying retarded, and he got so excited that he purchased it. But in his overexcitement, he Haste. never actually read it correctly, and just wow, he was too. He excited actually couldn't read because he was. <laughs> you guessed it, retired. Frank Stallone. Okay, yes, no, but what? So. Did that make him feel better as a person walking around with that? No. Okay. Well, that's why we should probably not be doing that. But that's okay. That's fine. I have had people at work multiple times, unironically, just going, well, that's retarded. And that, oof, that cuts in me. I don't know about you. Are you in the cut zone or are you not cut by it? No. Really? Not cut? Everybody cut. Everybody cut. Well, let me say this. If someone says, hey, Gar's future kids. Sorry about you had to re-listen to this and your dad is on the bad side of history, but he's not a bad guy, just out of his mind. Never mind. Moving forward. No, it's a good I think it's time is done. The word it's like the we word could retire. It's like the word lame is like the word idiot. It's like the way word I see what moron. You're I see what you're There's saying. any number of words yes. that you that have horrible origins. Yes. And yes, of course, if you it's true. Hey, hey, here's the deal with those words. The thing is, is that in the popular lexicon... Oh, oh look at this retard saying a big <laughs> word. Did I say it correctly? Those words have lost their initial meaning, even though they've come from a, oof, not so hot a place. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the word retard still has a <laughs> It kind of spices it. it up when you do it with a little uh, Latin flavor. Retard. Retard. Uh, we lost all the listeners we've already had. Rita. Let's get to the... 
Suave. <laughs> That's the Weird Al Yankovic version. I never got no, it, it no, there was a Weird Al version. It was Taco oh, Grande. <laughs> My name is Jimmy Changa. <laughs> you never heard that? The guys, no, of course. You just reminded me, but like, God, that guy, Diamond does Prolific. He's the best. Weird Al, we salute you. Now, salute, speaking of saluting, <laughs> I want to salute your first question. What was your question? I'm not sure I said it. Did you say it to me? Where am I at with... My first question is... Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, the All-Star game. How do you feel about it? Oh, yeah. Uh, and the thing, I actually have a... When I was a kid, I used to love... And Okay, here's the thing. All-Star game, shocking. It's for kids. It's for the kids to watch all their All-Stars. For retarded fun. kids. <laughs> and, and my mom always took me number one in front of the TV. And she said, this is your favorite game. And I was like, Mama, why? And then you just... Hockey, hockey, hockey. Um, they do a skills competition, which is kind of silly, but it's kind of fun at the same time, where it's like... Most accurate shot, hardest shot, fastest player. And it's all for sills and games, but it's fun. Yeah. So here's what I'd say. It was really boring, and I really like how they spice it up. People don't know this. The All-Star game in the up until, I think, the 1960s, the All-Star game was the All-Stars from all the other teams, all their best players, played mm-hmm. the Stanley Cup champion from the year before. Oh, yeah. So for like 20 years, that was the format, which was kind of interesting. But anyway, I'm happy with where it is now. Now, my first question, this is real intense, real hot fodder. You ready? Yeah. Where are you at in your burrito with rice, beans? Do you want one or the other? Do you want them both? Or do you want nothing to do with them? Um, First of all, Mm-hmm. These are hard biting questions. It is. I, I, when I bite into. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't too quick to the draw. Well, I'm not that. I'm not that big into burritos, but I do get. Oh, excusez-moi, no comprehendo burrito. You were mixing your languages, but. Dos vadanya. When I go to like barbacoa. Uh-huh. I get a burrito bowl. Oh, I've got a great point about barbacoa, by the way. I can't wait to hear it. I know you can't. <laughs> uh, I get rice and beans in my burrito bowl. But with, but with the thought of a burrito, yeah. I just... It's too much food. I like Some people like a good bean and rice in their burrito. I'm a bean man, and then whatever else I'm getting. Because that rice just adds another level of fill I don't want. It's I'm a much. bean man. Just a bean man. No rice. No rice. I like just the bean and the fill. I don't like the rice. It's too much. Let me just answer the question as stated. I think that I would prefer just rice. Whoa. Fuck me. I know. You just blew my brain. You want just rice? No beans? No pinta? No negro? Solamente... Arroz. I know you I would totally go against that. I don't like the rice in there. Uh, I do like it on the side. I do like my bean. If I'm going to go to a place and they give me rice and beans on the side, love it. One of the best. But uh, I do not. I just like beans. Also, my barbacoa fact, I looked up today because uh, coworkers went there. They were like, is this a Utah only thing? And it sure is up until like about the tenth store. Yep. All of them are in Utah except one. Where is it? California? Florida. Whoa! One rogue store in Florida. Rogue one. Rogue one. It's Barbacoa. Now talk to me. What's your next question? Next question is 
Next question on the board. What thing from your childhood mm. that you liked, mm-hmm. do you either still continue to think, hey, that was kind of cool that I liked that as a young kid, or the thing that you were like, oh, that's super embarrassing? Okay. So I was going to cheat and make that both of my questions. That's pretty good. You could have split it up. But I decided, no, no. It, uh, my journalistic integrity was too high. I so, think independently on my own, even though the Comedy Central Network worked hard on this, I was very proud that, because I, I didn't have any big brothers or uh, anybody giving me influence on anything, but I was very into Kids in the Hall, and that made me very happy as a boy. I look back, and I was so proud that I chose that. Yeah. On the other end, guess what I also chose? And this was in the eighth or ninth grade, and this is not including Olympus Kindergarten because oh, that's that. what I was going to yeah, say. No, that's already in there. We already know that. I was a big wrestling fan for the ages. I was in eighth, ninth grade. I think I really loved that NWO. And as he's on, oh, you were an NWO. Was that when uh, the Wolfpack, Hogan, the Hogan. red version? Because there was the black and white one with the bad guys. That was Hulk Hogan. But then they had a sub subset break off involving I don't know Kevin Nash. You might know him from that. What's the stripper male movie they came out with a couple of years ago? You know, the movie. The, uh, no, Mike. Magic Mike. He was in that. Scott Hartnell, who were their best buds. That guy who was like the Latino guy. It's kind of awkward. And Sting and Lex Luthor, they broke off. I thought the Wolfpack were the coolest thing ever. And I had the little wrestling toys. I hung out with kids who love wrestling. We all talked about it. I had the tapes. I had this amazing tape of where they added music to Hulk Hogan fighting Andre the Giant 1983 at the Pontiac Silverdome. And I loved it. I bought the tapes all the time. But I look back now. And now I run in the hockey community, there's this weird crossover. A lot of guys like wrestling. Yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and pass on that one. But it was. Fa- it's fa- I do look at wrestling as fascinating. I think it's a fascinating part of America. What is the uh, kayfabe? I don't know. That's what they call like commitment to the the craft, like avoiding the fact that it's fake. It's uh, committing to the falsehood is called kayfabe. I also, if we want to talk about it, when I was a kid, I used to do the thing where I got that belt that was really long and put it through the strap and let it hang off a little bit with my baggy jeans, my baggy corduroids. That was a cool corduroids. Corduroids. Ah, uh, put some cream on them corduroids. Your ridged polyps. <laughs> All right, my final question is this is but I I want to know. Give me the worst state. Give it to me. What was your first question? My first question was how did I get here and how do I change things? Mm. My first question was rice and beans. Oh yeah. Second question, give me the worst state. Just give it to me. The worst state of matter? United. Like plasma. Yes. What do you hate in these days? Gas, you hate that gas? Liquid. That liquid? Solid. Now it's a two-part question. Which matter do you hate state-wise? <laughs> and which United States? Oh, which, which United State is the worst? Uh-huh. I want both now. State of matter? Mm-hmm. I would say gas. Wrong. It's plasma. Don't see it enough. Go ahead. Plasma have you ever seen lightning? Pretty cool. Pretty fucking badass, but I want more of it, and they don't show me. Go ahead. Worst state in the union? Mm-hmm. West Virginia. Really? Because it started with such promise of being, because it used to just be part of Virginia. But during the On Civil the War, western part of it. During the Civil War, they're like, we got, actually, now that I say this, I don't remember how <laughs> And Somehow then, they were like, Hey, Benjamin hey, Franklin Virginia. flew a kite over Virginia and lightning struck, and where it struck, broke it in half. Is that what you're going to say? Spoiler alert, 
Benjamin Franklin was dead by the time the Civil War happened. Weird. Improv is about yeses, not no. Yes, and so Benjamin Franklin said, <laughs> "Boy, am I two or three hundred years old? What's yes. the deal with this large protuberance?" Do you know? Wait, do you know the story? Because you're a Virginian by mm-hmm. nature, mm-hmm. just like our good Thomas Jefferson. What do you know about that West Virginia? Somehow they were like, uh, "We got, we got to go. We got to split off because Virginia is." A slave state. Yeah, one of those. Double the But nuts. then West Virginia is now just a big gold coal state. Yeah, big coal state. Not a lot of peeps on that East Coast, which is a rarity. The right answer is Florida. It's the worst state. And we all know that. Florida's garbage. Tampa Bay Lightning. Shit. Florida Panthers. Shit. Tampa Bay Raiders. And there was a missed opportunity for them, Florida Marlins, because they became the Miami Marlins, and they totally goofed up what should have been the sweet Art Deco thing. Now, that ends the question portion of this. Now, Holyoke, I have only one last question for you. What's up with the Peace Lily, our first of two main topics here tonight? I will tell you. All aboard! The Peace Lily is a very hardy plant. <laughs> so much so that I have one. I have one in my office. Wait, you have one in your office? Yeah. Where'd you get it from? My wife. My wife. Uh, that's really special for you and them. I, that's a beautiful flower to have in there. How long ago did you receive it? It's funny that you brought up Lily Tomlin earlier because my Lily's name is. Winning Tomlin. Tom, oh, that's adorable. It's a peace lily, which apparently isn't a true lily. Alan would have also been an acceptable answer, by the way. Mm, Alan Tomlin? Lily Tomlin. Or Lily. <laughs> lily Alan. Oh, shit. Am I doing it wrong? Oh, fuck it. I'm just glad that my stupidity mangled up yours enough that you blew. Hee-haw! Uh, we got a Lily Tomlin. Okay. And a peace lily isn't a true lily. I, I found that out today. What? But when you see a, a peace lily. We're talking about the flower. <laughs> you just totally took the gas out of the sails. I'm mixing, I'm mixing my metaphors here. The white part of a peace lily? Yeah. You might think that's the flower, the big covering part. Yeah. That is a modified leaf. <laughs> I just buked this That's crazy. It's the part within that metal. That metal? (laughs) It's the part within that white leaf area. That is the flower. Shall set you free. Uh, Guess what? What? Lily's very poisonous to. Oh, shit. Well, kind of poisonous to humans and cats, but not as poisonous as their actual lily counterparts. Which are? Lily's. Oh. So wait, you got this lily. You're looking at a fucking leaf. You ain't looking at a goddamn fucking flower. Yeah. That's bullshit if I've ever heard it. Totally. Now, but this is a single stem with a weird thing on top. How do the lilies look? I don't even know what this thing looks like. You've never seen a lily? I've never been outside. Well, let's not gild a lily here. Oh, boy, all heaven. Any other facts about this thing? Can I eat that thing? Can I put it in my mouth? No, you said it's you poisonous. You can. Mildly, mildly toxic. You'll probably survive. Where'd they come from? Do you guys know any about this? I the saw Earth. It. It's from South Sud America, me boy. The peace lilies? Yeah, baby. I looked that up. That was the best I got in my research. Nice. Is that all is that all? Is that all we have about peace lilies? 
Do you know the, why they're called peace lilies? Because the white? Um, oh, boy. We are giving the people what they want tonight. Can I get an amen? Oh, you can, good sir. Well, guess what? I could take you to the war part of this topic. Let's get right to my baby. I found this out. Do you want to know what our next topic is? I found this out because I was doing a research for a road trip. And I looked at a town called Quartzite, Arizona. And I was like, what could I do in Quartzite, Arizona? Well, guess what? Under the tourism part of the Wikipedia page, they said it is the resting, final resting place, not the first, but the actual final resting place of High Jolly. And what did High Jolly do? What is High Jolly? High is Jolly. That with the Puff the Magic Dragon. Puff the, the Magic, Magic Dragon. Dragon. Same from High Jolly. High Jolly, that's exactly where it came from. No, I have no idea. High Jolly was one of the, I don't know, five Turkish and Arabic men brought by the U.S. government in 1865 to lead up their cannibal, cannibal, <laughs> cannibal corpse <laughs> band that exists to this day. Oh, boy. Camel Corpse Division of the U.S. Army. Glad <laughs> you still clung on to the corpse part. The only corpse I know is of the cannibal, also seen in Ace Ventura, the original movie. Jim Carrey's a fan of him. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, the second one. sidebar. Talk to me. 1994, okay. the following three films were released. The Mask, Ace, Ace Ventura, Ventura, Dumb and Dumber. Fuck off. <laughs> and Pulp Fiction and Forrest Gump. Movie buff over here, giving us the fucking straight from the cinema. Let me tell you about the camel corpse. Of, oh, jeez. It's so cute. <laughs> Funny he keeps saying corpse. Oh, I don't know. It's core. No, it's corpse. Have you heard of the band Cannibal Corpse? Yeah. It's about a corpse. It's, it's a cannibal. I don't know what's real or not anymore. Core. It's core. I'm just excited because when my brain reads a C-O-R-P, I want to say core and then an S, corpse. It is core. Now, the camel core of the United States Army. Little people, maybe some of these listeners, the two who are listening, know about this. But the U.S. Army tried a thing on the behest of a guy named George H. Crossman, who's a fought in the Indian Wars in Florida. He was like, wait a minute. We're starting to explore this America Southwest. It's actually at that time part of Mexico. It's a whole complicated thing. But he's like, what the fuck are we doing? We got horses. We got mules out there. Why don't we bring some camels? They're made for this kind of region. So he goes to and talks to, I don't know, Gar, maybe a senator you might have heard of. John Jeff McCain. Jefferson Davis. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was responding to you, and then your cat bit me. Well, because cat, he's like, fuck off. Um, so this guy George H. Crossman goes to Senator then Jefferson Senator Davis, Davis, future President of the Confederate <coughs> United States. Oh fuck, Confederate States of America. Nice, and also the lead singer of Cannibal Corpse. So let me tell you this: <laughs> Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse. So this will play into the story later. This is important. <laughs> Figure your shit. I'm uh, trying. Okay. Also, do you know? Wonder who the president was. This was like I couldn't. Like this guy, he was the 14th president of the United States. You know his name? James K. Polk. Franklin Pierce. Have you ever heard of this guy? Yeah, he was actually being talked about on my way here on NPR. Really? What was in the regards to? Uh, how. No one knew anything about him. Yes, it's true because he is one of the most forgotten presidents. One of the reasons he is forgotten, get this, this is a side story to this whole thing, I was reading up on it, 
When he just got elected a couple weeks later, he, his wife, and his only child were taking the train from Boston. It derailed. He and his wife survived, but crushed in the train accident his 11-year-old only boy. And some people who are mocking Baron Trump right now should probably just take, Heads a, up. take a page from that history. Because Franklin book. Pierce, he was destroyed. He couldn't. The ra- they all feel that the la- next four years of his life were just like pointless because he was absolutely devastated by the uh, end of his uh, son's life, and he couldn't. He saw. He found his son almost decapitated, mm. and he couldn't help. He couldn't prevent his wife from seeing it. Totally ruined everything. So it wasn't like that lighthearted scene in uh, Fried Green Tomatoes where you think nice the kid's dead, but he just lost his arm. And they, or- yeah, they bury his arm. It's a young. Chris O'Donnell. No. Fried green tomatoes. Doesn't get any better than that. Mm. Now, let me tell you about this. So, this guy, Davis Jefferson, you might have heard of him. <laughs> he gets him. He gets the U.S. government to fork over $30,000. They put it in his hands. Was that in today's money? Oh, probably $400 billion. <laughs> the fucking budget for our Dorito input. Ow! But so Davis gets $30,000, hands it over to a Major Wayne, and my favorite name, David Dixon Porter. And David Dixon Porter, I don't know, he's in command of the USS Supply, who goes on a journey to buy camels. They stop in North Africa, they go through Greece, they go through what is the Ottoman Empire and Egypt, basically, and they get themselves 33 camels, 19 female, 14 male. What's, how's that adjusted for inflation? 400 million camels. <laughs> they also bought saddles because they were like, ain't no fucking saddles going to be made for these motherfuckers out in the United we're States. We're back! They also grabbed five Arabic and Greek boys, one of them, High Jolly, who I would later talk about. Jolly. Hi Jolly. They lost, sadly, on the journey back, one camel, but don't mm. worry, two were born. So they came wow. up on the plus end on that one. They delivered them to a town, now a ghost town, Indianola. Texas, that's right. It's a ghost town in the... Indianola. Indianola. They do go back out to grab another bunch of camels on their second trip. They get 41 this time and grab... They said nine men, nine air men and one boy. He was a good boy and they wanted that boy. (laughs) So they grabbed him, took him back. At the end, when they all got settled and ready with this core, they got 70 beautiful camels. Let me tell you about this. So this is where it gets crazy. It's already crazy. All right. So the U.S. government has a division at that time when you got just cavalry. Someone nicknamed this later on the camel. Camelry. They've got these camels. They're trying to figure out what the fuck to do. They're trying to go, all right, we got to get from Texas to the Colorado River on the border of California, Arizona. Let's send these motherfucking camels out. And let me tell you right now, this guy, these are all geniuses because you know what happens? They send these camels out. They also bring horses and mules. Those fucking mules and horses are shit out there. They fucking suck. And not only do they suck, it's the temperament of the camel they all love. Yeah. You can go weeks without feeding this fucking thing water. Some might call it drinking. There you go. Actually, and- what is the act of... Because feeding is giving a food something. How come there's not a drink version of that? Isn't it called a super soaker? <laughs> you're right. Okay, that's what you're right. Okay. And when you're right, you're right. And I know I am. Super soaker. They super soak those camels. So they're like, not only the, the fucking mules and horses are freaking the shit out about stuff, but the goddamn camels are cool and just 
complacent to the whole thing, and they love it. So why didn't it work out? So we talked about, I don't know, this guy named Jefferson Davis. Oh, fuck. So they're going. It's going really well. They do a couple more excursions into later what would be Big Ben National Park. They're having a great time. I don't know. The Big Ben G- National Park? That's in Texas. It's one of the best, one of the beautiful ones. <laughs> one of the best. One of the, this is one of the best parks. Now, get this. There was a guy who was in charge of the military in Texas at that time. I don't know if you've heard of him. Robert E. Lee. Uh, he sends a letter to Congress and being like, these fucking camels are killing it out here. I wish I had more of them. We need to start doing, like, let's get more fucking camels. And they keep trying to get more and more camels. It's not working out. So they have some time to chill out. Half of the divisions left in Bakersfield, Camp, uh, California. The other left in Texas. Well, something happens in America. I don't know. The Trump inauguration. The whole country goes, shut uh, in time gonna go back in time talking about camels and all the things they have the breakout of the civil Civil war War. so they have to like divert all funds texas becomes a part of the confederacy Mm. and they seize all u.s forts and half of those camels are at this fort mojave they just take on those motherfucking camels so also by the way a camel can carry 600 pounds. Huge. Good stuff. What? Uh-huh. And one guy, also before I forgot some notes here, one guy wrote, I'd rather have one camel than four mules. So oh, I agree with I him. Thought, I thought mules was going to be replaced with some other thing. Oh, boy. And so the Civil War breaks out. They, the whole thing kind of gets scrapped. At the end of the Civil War, they think about it again. They go and try to figure it out. Some of these camels have been used a little bit for freight trade. Some of them have been let loose and are in the wild. The last seen one in Texas was 1891. It was a wild camel. Um, but at the and end, it was undone by a local Texan boy mm-hmm. who caught his fancy Ooh. on a sweet humped babe who how he, many how many humps you got there boy i won't touch that hump sorry you <laughs> you got me love drunk on your humps right here sorry you old oh yeah i wrote sorry old nag we don't want you no more that was a reference what was his to, name though i was just talking about mules sorry old nag i guess that's horse Ugh. We don't want you no more. But so guess what? After the war, people are like, come on, this worked out really well. This is before the mainstay of the railroad. Well, anything related to Jefferson Davis, Jefferson Thomas, (laughs) Jefferson Davis. Thomas Jefferson. So like any kind of thing that Jefferson Davis did in his time in the U.S. government, they were like, fuck that noise. He's the worst. We're out. We're done with them. So they let it fall by the wayside. They let those camels basically go, and then not too long after that, the train system becomes by far the best way to get around the country. So the camels are slowly sold off, used a little bit for freight and transportation around there. Really, by 1891, that's the last time you see one. Uh, Hi, Jolly, who I brought at the beginning, he got himself into the freight business, didn't work out too well, was once upset he wasn't invited to a picnic in Los Angeles, drove a camel fucking wagon through the proceedings to break it up, later died in trying to get his money in the mines in 1902 in Quartzsite, Arizona. And that's how I found out about Camel Corps. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's not how you found out about Camel Corps. That's what you found out about Camel Corps. No, sorry. I came full circle. It is a narrative. To, what we did here is that I came back to where I initially heard about this. I had no concept of this until I was looking up on a road trip how to get to California. I saw the town of Quartzsite, looked it up briefly, and it said Camel Corps. Lasting. Can you show the way to Camel Corps? They've got something with the Civil War. 
And that's the beauty of those camels. And that, folks, was camels. And we all will enjoy this moment with a nice pack of camels. We'll just smoke these things right here in front of you. We love you so much on that. 40 minutes. Oh! 40 minutes right there. That's exciting. It is. Killed it. Two topics, bunch of other stuff in between. I hope you found it informative. I did a lot of research on this one. Yeah, I- you really knocked it out of the... I was hoping a pun would come to me by the end of that. Let's sentence. just say I didn't hoof this one. Uh, oh, that actually hoof. is a good thing. Uh, kosher. You know, you can't eat something that is both, or you can't eat a ruminant, uh-huh. and you can't eat a cloven hoofed animal. But you can you can eat something that is both. So is it? I think a camel is both. I think a camel is both a ruminant and has cloven hooves. This is my attempt at the end of a episode to shoehorn in my own, perhaps... So I mean you get a fact check. We need someone to listen to the entire episode. And then... Yeah, that cannot be done. Uh, studies have shown that <laughs> no one could listen through a whole podcast. <clears throat> I know, lots of burps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably someone was probably like, okay, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do this. I can do this. And then, no. I got one too many of them burpee boys. And I'm not talking the workout routine. Do you know the way to San Jose? Could you imagine? So, like, could you? I mean, there's a movie, by the way. I forgot to bring it up. Movie named Harps. Some weird, shitty movie in the 70s. Called what? It was like H A R P. No, H A. I've got it pulled up. Hold on. Let me look at it. Oh, because what's the other word? Oh, that's dromedary. Come on. Fuck. Did you learn about dromedaries? No, I did not. I'm pretty sure that means camel. No, I did not. Do you know the way dromedary? How would you pronounce this? H-A-W-A-M-P-S. Humps. 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 Humps? But there was a movie made in 1976 trying to depict this part of U.S. history. I watched a couple minutes of it because you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. Don't recommend it. Don't recommend it. I don't recommend virtually anything. At this point. So. What is this green business? Oh, that's a... So you put treats in it for your cat, and they, they play with it, play with it, and then a treat pops mm. out. It's a fun way for cats to get a little extra boost in the, the, the treat zone. You know what I mean? I do know about boosting my treat mm. zone. So what's on the docket for this week, Holly? You got any big big plans? I got a private bingo to do on Friday. Nice. I'm with the hoity-toities. I'm not getting out of this... Minimal, this fucking mid-wage bullshit. I'm going to the upper echelons. I'm doing bingo at the Salt Lake City Country Club. You know, uh, with all this Sundance business, I've been scouting a bunch of locations, mostly locations that are very high mm-hmm. and uh, easily accessible so that I might uh, send that and just jump right off. Oh, you know what? So I was in the Mojave Desert, one of my favorite places to go. I was at the Hoover Dam and I was reading up, so a couple years ago, they had they were like, okay, too many people are driving over the Hoover Dam, and also security reasons now in this post-9-11. Ooh. Thanks, Obama. Hoover Dam! Damn. I wish things were more secure. Um, and they have the silliest amount of security there, but they decided, they were like, you know what, for the, it would be better for the interstate, for traffic, all this stuff. We build a bridge named the Pat Tillman Bridge, oh. and also the other name of the guy. Who I'm sure as it. he was being annihilated by his own friendly oh, fire, boy. he said out loud, I hope the Hoover Dam finds it in their hearts to name a bridge after me. A bridge to Terabithia. near 
But this bridge, I was reading up on it because when you drive over it, you can't see the dam. So I was like, oh, they probably didn't want traffic to slow when people are like looking at the dam as they go over the bridge. The other reason that, it, that you can't see it and it's uh, such a high wall at either side of the bridge. The second it was built, the first year, there was seven to eight suicides off of that bridge. People in Las Vegas and the surrounding areas just being like, goodbye. Off the bridge mm, in mm, Pat Tillman. Mm, 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 mm. I jumped and killed myself. And I did sing the Red Hot Chili Pepper songs under the bridge every time I was Gotta go to Patmont Hill. Got to be friendly fire. Got to fall down no good. Afghanistan wasn't that great. Look at my pack shake. This video is weird. Totally downloadable. Yet. I was a football player now. I am dead. Cut this part out. We're gonna get arrested. <laughs> Trump gonna come and get us. Take Trump us to stop, oh, take us out. Take us to the California cap. Throw us off that bridge. Trump Gestapo gonna get us now. <laughs> They're gonna do us a favor. We don't want to be alive. This is maybe one of five podcasts that ends with us doing red hot chili pepper. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a common thread. Because uh, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> They're such a stupid band. Yo, friendly, find my tip. Okay. Last question of the night. Okay. Give me one band from your childhood that has a dubious record as being f- people liking it. So, like, you can't say REM or these bands. Okay. That have, or, or, what's a band that you stand by that people are like, I don't know about that. <sighs> uh, Toadies. The Toadies. Really? Hmm. Toadies Rubberneck is a great album. Talk to me about what you think. Where are you at with, uh, what's that fucking guy's name? Why am I forget Weezer. Where are you at with Weezer? First two albums, great. They're so good. And then that fuckhead, Beverly Hills. I will say, Island in the something or other. And Pork and Beans are great songs. Mm. But Toadies. What do you walk away from the 90s being like, man, I really picked a bad... I picked a bad horse on that one. Uh, corn. You picked corn too. You were into corn, okay? Yeah. What do you? you and the one I feel worst about. Well, I mean, the one I feel most torn about mm-hmm. is Tori Amos. Soul Coughing. Is it Tori? Oh, Soul Coughing. Now there's a weird choice because I still love them very much, but I can tell that it's like. <sighs> were you ever? Remember the band Eels? In the, in yeah, the, I got into Eels big time. That's all, that guy makes a lot of music. Nova Cane yeah. for the soul. I don't know how I feel. For I sputter out. I definitely got upset when my dad wouldn't buy me One Hot Minute by Red Hot Chili Peppers because they had explicit lyrics. My friends are so depressed. Because you know, and my friends, I mean, my stuffed animals. That's you. That was you. I loved. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. I love that because it was on yeah, some that, compilation. But that's uh, the song that actually got me into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Don't ask me why. Airplane, 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 airplane. Music is my aeroplane. Is my aeroplane. But that's not their song. It's a cover. 
right? I think it's a cover. Are you getting mixed up with uh Oh, I Roller am. Yeah, I, I am totally getting it. Of love. A part of what? The Beavis and Buttheads. Do America. Do America. Very I, funny movie. I'm going to stand by that movie. That oh, was a I funny will, fucking I movie. I will stand. I. Hey, this brings us to a very important. I Talk to me. I don't. Let me just say this. People that I know and respect are all for the punching of that Nazi man. Oh, that's a good topic to end on. And of on. course, I don't support that Nazi man's views. Of course. But I absolutely 100% do not think that punching someone, particularly a sucker punch, is going to be good for anybody. Now, here, okay, so two, here's my philosophy on that. Because I, my first intent, I do agree. I agree that, come on, what are we... We're gonna be those guys. We're gonna be yeah, like, like punching is punching okay is now. now. We're doing that thing. Um, a punch is way less of a thing than other things. Like he walked away, he's fine. I still don't think violence begets violence. Don't do that shit. Don't. It's not a good idea. Don't punch people. Yeah. And like, oh, you got the guy you don't like. Like, okay. On a very very small scale compared to this, it was like when uh, Osama bin Laden was killed. When people were fucking celebrating this shit, I'm like, are we all happy when someone dies? I'm not. Yeah, it's I- like when uh, Che Guevara was sh- was killed. He said, "Do it. I'm. You're only killing a man." Exactly. And it, it humanized. It's like when yes. Saddam was uh, executed. Hanged, yeah. It humanizes your vic- your uh, target. When you subject them to human shit, to physical violence. Yes, I don't know. There was this guy. I don't know Martin Luther fucking King, and he always resisted violent protests because you lose that dignity, that humanity, that upper hand when you act in violence. And I want to throw this out there: uh, that U two song about that. Oh, Joshua. Early morning, April fall. What do you feel about U two? Where you at these days? All I want to say is that it wasn't early morning. It was actually late afternoon. And I still haven't found what I'm trying, trying to, to punch. punch. It was a Nazi. What do you think Bono's on it? The <laughs> man was a Nazi. I wanted to shoot him in his face, but I think couldn't about, find him, so about, I punched him. In this modern state, how many fucking times does Bono have to move his glasses to look at his phone? Those stupid glasses. He's oh, wearing. his polarized glasses. How many fucking times that day, a day he has to move him out of the way? My fucking glasses are fucking glasses. super polarized. It's hard to find the glass. Jeez. I can't find it. I initially thought Sunday, bloody Sunday, was the worst day. But this Sunday, <laughs> when I have to move my glasses, this is the bloodiest of them all. <laughs> Fuck you, Bono. Fuck Bono. Edge. Yeah, punch Bono in the face. Yeah, I'd rather be okay with that. Actually, Ed, I'm not. You know no, what? for the record. No punching. I'm not going to every, Everyone stop punching. Yeah, just stop punching. Just stop punching. Except if you're a boxer. It is kind of crazy. I do, I do feel like... Because, you know, people put all these Nazi or Third Reich uh, connections. Okay. Say, like, oh, Trump did this. is fucking Nazi Germany. Yeah. I, the most, the largest uh, Third Reich thing that I feel right, currently right now is like, mm-hmm. oh, my friends are, like, avidly defending punching this dude in the face. The acting violently against a minority. Yeah, and going so far as to say, like, oh, civil discourse would have stopped Nazi Germany. It's like, eh. I 
Just don't. You're not stopping Nazi Germany by punching that guy in the face. You know what's You're probably, a- in all likelihood, if if not if the second Nazi Germany is going to happen, yeah, it's from punching that dude. Oh boy, that was the cause. Yeah, because here's the thing. Yeah, you know what emotional rage is? It looks like that. I understand. That's very cathartic to be like, oof, I wish I could have done that. Yeah. But you know what you don't do is that. Because what you look like is a guy who runs up to a person not expecting yeah. shit and getting punched in the face. You know what was more telling was what he was saying before he got punched. All the stupid shit he was saying was like, yeah, just let that's him, enough. Let him tie his own noose. Yes. And then sock him good, baby. I'm going to knock you out. Huh. <laughs> Fucking neo Nazis. It's weird, all right. Do you see the deplorable stuff? The guy, Mike Savinovich. Savinovich. He's this uh, all right dude, gorilla mindset. You got to look this guy up. Oh, boy. There's lots of. Di- there turns Is it out- going to make me actually pro punching people in the face? Mm. Yeah, this guy's pretty bad. He's pretty bad. If you have to punch somebody in the face, maybe punch this guy. <laughs> I'd say that. Go ahead and say that. I punched this guy. Yeah, I punched this guy. You got to look him up. He, oh, he's rough stuff. Rough stuff. Well, everybody. <laughs> Speaking of rough Schlegel stuff. said, oh, we only did 40 minutes. And then I, of all people, said, hey, no, we've hey, got 40 more minutes. We just gave him an extra bonus 11 minutes. All those people are listening. This has been a fun. We went all over it, but we covered lots of topics. A lot of ground. We and covered we, a lot of ground. We, uh, one of the best I've ever seen. And we're coming in on a cool... 53 minutes. We nice. did it. Nice. I love it. All right, everybody. We'll be back next week with more topics. As always, uh, goodbye. Yeah. Daily, weekly, you could have seen camel caravans parked in front of the Alamo. Before sharing that story, Doug must battle a heaping hump of misinformation. Here's the cool thing about being a camel, guys. They'll tell you the same tired old stories. Camels spit, they store water in their hump. Neither are true. Camels can't spit, in fact, and it's fat in their hump. Camels don't get fat here like your Uncle Fred. (laughs) You know the one who sits around watching NASCAR all weekend, all right? That's my papa. Every family's got one, right? But not every family has what Gil Hernandez has. Here's my history. Everybody see that picture, right? Great-granddad, Santiago Tafoya. Gil's great-grandpa was a Texas scout who trained camels before, during, and after the Civil War. For someone to work at that was very unique. It wasn't a bull. It wasn't a cow. It wasn't a Mustang. It was a camel in Texas. Now, Gil follows those unique footsteps, which, by the way, are never behind the camel. What is that? We've got camel brand that I established, camel dung and camel hair. So There's that's camel poop. Yes, sir. It's part of history. It's part of my history. It's part of my heritage. I had to do something real extraordinary. Just dropped a little history there. You're leaving your mark. It's been left Drop. several places. <laughs> By dropping that history around Texas, Doug and Gil give the kids of the present, the present of the past. Yes, ma'am. Live here. The struggle we have is that we're in competition with an iPad or Candy Crush or Trivia Crack. So to get these stories across to these young kids, to make that history book come to life, these are the ways we do it. If you'd like to experience the U.S. Army camel experiment for yourself, you can follow me on Facebook slash Streets Corner and at Twitter at Streets Corner with Doug, Gil, Richard, and Irene back there. JT Street, Fox News at 9.